my friends. Welcome to this episode of The Formula. I'm your host, Trevor Carlson. On The Formula, I share with you my experiences, experiments, and conversations around designing a fulfilling life in whatever form that means for you. I'm hoping that uh, you can listen to these episodes and maybe find a few little takeaways that you can add to your own formula for designing your life on your terms. So a few years ago, I was... Uh, I'd been taking salsa lessons, and I wasn't good by any means, but I was really, really enjoyed dancing, really enjoyed the social aspect of it, and found myself continually drawn to those types of environments. Now, I, was, I started dating someone at that point in time, and they brought me to my first Lindy Hop event. Now, I was instantly hooked. The music was some of my, like, my favorites. They were playing jazz music. They were playing like Elvis. They were playing all these awesome old school songs and uh, I just I just loved it so this week I'm bringing you something special to me I'm gonna be bringing you a three-part series on my lessons that I've learned from dancing Lindy Hop now my disclaimer is I am NOT a good dancer <laughs> I am an amateur I'm a beginner uh, I'm still learning I'm, I'm working at it but I feel like that being involved in the community and dancing Lindy Hop has had a positive impact overall on my life so I'd like to share some of those lessons and experiences with you. Part one is gonna be a little teaser to give you just an intro to Lindy Hop, what it is and where it came from. Then I'm gonna talk about what it's really taught me that I've been able to apply to other areas of my life, how it's really impacted more than just my, my mad dance skills on the, on the dance floor. So that's part one. Part two is gonna be with Anastasia, uh, one half of the Groovy Cats. Her and her partner Vlad were my first Lindy Hop instructors uh, in Prague in the Czech Republic. I learned all about, you know, bouncing and the footwork from, from those two. Plus, they are just so much fun to, to dance with. I had a lot of fun learning from them. Unfortunately, Vlad was not able to make the interview, but you're going to really enjoy the conversation that Anna and I uh, get to have on Lindy Hop. Part three is going to be with Amelia. She's a, or I'm, I'm butchering her name. She's French, and I struggle with the French accent, so I apologize. Uh, she's one of the founders of Jazzy Feet, and the founder of Swivel Shoes. So if you're a, a woman who's been dance, swing dancing in any part of the world, you've definitely heard of her dance shoes before. So her and her partner Christoph were instructors for one of my first Lindy Hop festivals that I ever went to, um, Meow Vember Swing Fever in Bucharest which was hosted by some of the most hospitable people I have ever met. I've danced with friends I made at this event all over the world. So I'm really grateful for the opportunity I had to learn from, from her and Christoph, and I'm excited to share this conversation with her with you. Before we get started on this three-part series, let's hear a quick word about our sponsors. Then, let's hop right in. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I will try not to make any more hopping jokes. The first sponsor for this episode is Lady Boss. Lady Boss is a women's fitness and health company that really tries to provide as many resources as possible to help women live the healthiest lives possible. So if you, uh, if you want to check out some of their free resources, you can head on over to the formulapodcast.com's sponsored products page 
and uh, click the link there to head to their website and see see what types of different free guides and workout plans, stuff like that, that they have available for you. Now, our second sponsor for this episode is Liquid Web. If you've listened to any of our episodes about you know launching your own e-commerce company or an online business, they have these like pre-made solutions for you that you can just go on over and uh, and sign up for. Now, if you check the show notes, they uh, they provided Formula Podcast listeners with a little bit of a, a coupon code, so you can just uh, check out the show notes. I believe it's Formula 33. You get 33% off all Liquid Web products. So, big shout out to them for hooking us up. Now, let's get on with the show. The Lindy Hop is an American dance which was born in Harlem, New York City around 1928 and really began to evolve with the jazz music of that time. Lindy Hop is considered a member of the swing dance community and is regularly described as a jazz dance because of its improvisational and social nature. And I have to say that those two aspects of Lindy Hop are the ones that keep me coming back over and over again because with improv, every time you dance with someone or dance with a a new person, it's never going to be the same because you're constantly playing off of each other's movements. You are, you're always taking it, you know, one, one step in one direction or another step in another direction, adding your own flair as you go based on the music you hear and whatever kind of pops into your head. And on the social side of things, the culture is very open, very friendly. Uh, you can go to one of these dance nights and you can dance with every single person there. And it's it's no stress, no pressure. So I think that that is one of the reasons why it's seen the popularity and, and rise that it has here recently in uh, these Lindy Hop exchanges and global communities popping up. I'm going to try to describe the dance the best way I can now, which is essentially you can you can be in either an open or closed position. In the open position, the uh, the two dancers are facing each other, generally holding each other's hands, uh, connected hand to hand, and uh, following either a six-step or eight-step count. Now, in the closed position, lead and the followers are almost standing shoulder to shoulder, and you know the lead has his hand on the follower's back, and then they're holding hands out in front of each other, also following either a six-step or eight-step count, depending on on the beat. I'm not going to go too far into what the actual dancing movements are. I'm not going to try to give you a tutorial on how to dance Lindy Hop. If you want to do that, just uh, go on YouTube and look up like beginner steps. So I just want to give you a general idea of what it what it looked like and, uh, and the background. Now let's move on to the lessons I've learned from dancing Lindy Hop in countries like Thailand, Malaysia, Romania, Serbia, uh, and the Netherlands. And yes, somehow... After all that, I still am a beginner, but that's not what this episode is about. It's about why I choose to dance and why I continue to do so. I really chose to get started because I, I really wanted a social hobby uh, where I could meet interesting people. And I've, I've learned quite a few interesting things, especially from, from Lindy Hop and Swing Dance. So first of all, people who dance Lindy Hop and Swing are just frankly awesome people. Hands down, some of the coolest, kindest people I've ever met. The culture of the swing dancing community is welcoming to say the least. If you if you just want to hang out with cool people with great vibes, swing dancing, specifically Lindy Hop, is the is the way to go. I I just I don't know what it is about him about the people who participate in this uh, form of dance or just in, in swing dance in general, but it's a it's a unique breed of people that brings out uh, brings out the best in them. So second, I've noticed that dancing boosts my mood. 
There is almost never a morning where I wake up and I don't have a smile on my face after an evening of, of swing dancing. I feel fantastic, and it makes my overall mood even better as I go about my day. I mean, it, it, it carries over into other areas. It carries into work. It carries into how I interact with other people. So, so why wouldn't you want to feel like that? And who could ask for any, any other better reward from a hobby? So third is I've learned that you have to really get used to sucking. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great lesson in humility, knowing that you are bad and still putting yourself out there over and over and over again has been a great help for me in, in this area, but also in uh, the rest of my life. It's taught me to focus on the process of practice and repetition and hoping that the end goal will eventually be an amazing performance. For now, though, I'm I'm happy to uh, to still struggle and to uh, to to you know be be humbled every time I step on the dance floor and try to improve every time I uh, I hit up an event or a festival. So number four is practice can be fun. Practicing a skill doesn't have to be torture, and if you can have fun while doing it, it makes it even better. We seem to really glorify the grind, you know, grinding it out, torturing ourselves while practicing our craft. Is that really necessary? Sometimes, maybe, if you have deadlines and, and whatnot. But what if we just made it a bit more more fun, a bit more like an improv dance, maybe? Wouldn't that make it easier to practice, less grind, more fun? I kind of like the sound of that, too. My fifth lesson that I've learned from dancing swing is kindness is contagious. When you attend a swing dance event, you find that most people there are just really, really kind. They, they usually have a smile on their face, and before you know it, they'll have you out on the dance floor in no time. It's contagious. As the evening goes on, you'll find yourself also pulling out strangers to dance with you as well. It just goes to show that when you show kindness, it spreads. And you can have an impact on other people that you, you'll never likely see. Let's redo that last sentence. And you can have an impact on people that you will never likely see. So the last lesson that I've learned since I started dancing Lindy Hop is that dance is a global language. There are many times where I've asked someone to dance where I actually didn't speak more than maybe two words of their language. They understood what I was asking though, and, and though I'm not the, the best leader on the dance floor yet, uh, we were able to dance together. It's an amazing feeling when you and the other person can't really understand what you're saying to each other but you know the same dance style, the same dance moves, and it's easy to really play off each other and have fun even though you can't have a conversation. You don't have to understand the words coming out of someone's mouth in order to appreciate them as a human being and have fun spending time with them. All right, that is a wrap for the background and Lindy Hop, a little preview to the other two conversations we're gonna be releasing this week and my own lessons that I've learned from dancing Lindy Hop. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I encouraged you to, to go check out maybe some local dance clubs or lessons near you. And uh, yeah, just go have some fun, man. Just people worry too much about how they look on the dance floor. I know, like, I, I look like a fool half the time, I'm sure, but, but that's the fun of it, is just kind of letting go of the perceptions of other people and just getting out there and having a good time. So. That's a wrap for this week's show. If you have a few extra minutes, head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, whatever podcast app you're listening to. Let us, let us know what you think of the show. Leave us a little review. 
We greatly appreciate it, and I look forward to sharing part two with Anna from the Groovy Cats and part three with Amelia from the Jazzy Feet here this week. Ciao, guys. Thank you.